Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. Signs of spring are here, everyone. Even before that first robin comes back to Michigan, we have had skunks. Skunks are the official first sign of spring with them coming out of their little burrows and stinking the whole neighborhood up. Yep, spring is arriving. Other signs of spring is March Madness. I am so excited about March Madness basketball. If you don't know, it's college basketball. I'm really excited that Michigan and Michigan State are doing quite well this year. And um, it has begun. Michigan State won their first game. Later tonight, Michigan plays. Who am I going for? Michigan State's green and white. Or am I going blue and gold for U of M? I'm a U of M fan, but I will never go against a Michigan team if they make it to the playoffs. So I'm excited. It's been a lot of fun watching basketball. Haven't been um, really into it as much in the last few years, but it's been a great thing for March. What else are signs of spring? Well, I've been getting my makeup out and trying new things. So I want to share a couple things that I'm loving right now. I'm really loving this style of makeup by Ulta. I have a real nude lip on right now, but what's interesting is it has a whole um, collection and they come in different colors. They're long wearing and they don't like run all over your teeth and your face. So for the price, it was fabulous, fabulous, loving it. What else am I loving? I found a piece of reproduction jadeite real jadeite is made by fire king and it is from the depression era in the 50s well i went to hobby lobby out of desperation thinking you know they have a lot of really pretty glass well they had three pieces that will fit in the curio cabinet part of my kitchen and they have a sherbet dish and they have like these little circle marks with arches and it's lots of like mandala dots it kind of reminds me of a zentangle i also have a cup a tumbler it's a glass that you you know like a water glass and a bowl that would fit now my daughter had a little Target um, Joanna Gaines cupcake stand that was from last year's collection that she's mailing me. I'm excited to get that. Should be here tomorrow. And so I'm looking for a couple more pieces like kitchen things, salt and pepper shaker or um, measuring cups, something that will go in those six spots. I'm still trying to style what would go with the jadeite. And it has to be little tiny things. I have a few little tiny children's glass um, tea sets. Of course, the teapot's broken, but little cups and saucers and a sugar dish. I have a couple small vases. I'm going to still go through my things because I think it will be fun to keep trying to style it and make it look nice. And I really am trying to get a cohesive design. I'm finding that uh, cohesiveness is a problem because my house is just full of everything. Um, lots of stuff from many generations and trying to find the right size for those little shelves has been pretty hard. 
What else am I loving right now is my Instant Pot. I got an Instant Pot Lux and it was a great place to start for cooking. I've used pressure cookers once or twice in the past, but this is amazing. I have really found that it, it's made cooking easier. I was like so apathetic over the winter about cooking. I was eating toast every day for a long time, maybe with cheese, maybe with peanut butter. That was gourmet toast, <laughs> but I've been trying. I did the chicken and rice. I did the goulash, which is hamburger and pasta and sauce. We did a roast. We did the corned beef for our St. Patrick's Day meal. But what else can you make in it? We'll get... Could you send me some good recipes? There's so many out there, but I want some tried and true ones. This Instant Pot has made me interested in cooking and trying to be healthier about cooking and not just eating frozen foods or prepared foods, which I knew I needed to get away from. But anyway, if you have any good Instant Pot recipes, let me know. I have been loving it. So the lipstick I've been loving, totally loving spring-like weather. Our snow is melting, the Instant Pot. I just been really happy that the weather has warmed up. I'm going to comment about the weather here for a minute. We lost about half of our snow. There's still big banks of it around town. Water is getting absorbed real quickly. I actually have seen patches of grass in certain um, areas. I'm excited. Now I'm, I really want to get gardening and I'm looking at garden stuff and pinning it on Pinterest and getting very excited about planting some new plants and tidying up my space. When will the frost stop? Eh, around here it'll probably be June. We never plant anything um, tender until after Labor, Labor Day, Memorial Day. Why do I say that? I'm like, I feel like my brain is screwed up today for whatever reason. I want to talk about all the quilting things. What have I been doing? Well, March, I just felt like I hadn't accomplished anything. And like my wheels were spinning and I couldn't get stuff done and the frame needed parts and customer quilts were building up. And well, I thought about it and I actually did get quite a few things done. I've been working on a little mini quilt for Curated Quilts Little Contest. I got this done and I thought, oh, this, this is not something that they're going to want to even try to put in the magazine. It's called Well Said. So there was a color palette that you had to use, which was um, oranges, pinks, teals, white, lime green, bunch of different things and the the theme was well said so I did an improvisationally pieced mini quilt it had to be between 10 and 16 inches square and I decided that those colors reminded me of a sunrise then I couldn't stop thinking about the old eagle song tequila sunrise so I made a quilt that has some little sun just the slivers of it peeking over the top of the horizon with pinks and oranges and improvisationally pieced strips and tiny little pieces and wedges they I'll put a picture on the show notes and then I quilted it with a double layer of batting 
Cotton and Hobbs 80-20. And then in a couple of the lines, uh, in the, what I think is negative space, I'm still trying to figure out modern quilting and what is negative space. But I put peaceful, easy feeling. Now, I hope it's not copyright infringement, but I'm going to put it in the contest. I got to bind it yet. I think I'm going to face it and put the binding all on the back. Um, can you hear it? I'm rubbing it when I look at it while I'm talking. And I was like, you know what? I worked really hard on this and I always get done with these things and I'm like, they're just not good enough. And I thought, you know what? Who cares? I'm going to put it in the application process. And if it doesn't get accepted, who cares? But I'm going to really, really enjoy this little mini quilt. I might even take it to work and hang it up on my freshly painted beige walls that are devoid of any color. And yeah, I know everyone keeps telling me I need to bring some quilts in and jazz it up in there. <laughs> what else have I been doing? I've been keeping up on my hexagon temperature quilt. Um, each color is corresponding to a key of colors that I used from Elm Street Quilts. I'm using uh, each week makes one hexagon flower. So there's seven hexagons in there. Haven't really worked out the setting plan yet of how this is going to go into a quilt. I think I'm going to line them up in rows of flowers and seven across and eight down. And so you know that seven times eight is 56 and I'm only going to have 52 weeks. And I think I'm going to add a few extra weeks to round it out. And they're going to be whatever color I want to make them. But they still will be solids like the rest of the hexagons. I just want to have a rectangular shaped quilt. Something else that I've been working on is Paintbrush Studios is having a block contest. And... I thought, well, I've been obsessed with hexagons. Why not do something with hexagons? So I used all of the colors and I put them together in rows. And then I'm going to put the rows together on a block. And then I'm going to make it just a bunch of hexagons on a white background. I've got to figure out how to sew them on the background. I may use a sewing machine. I've seen that done. Um, again, I got done with it and I thought this is kind of fun. This is kind of cool, but it's not even going to stand a chance to win a prize. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Put it on social media. Be brave and just do it. I don't know why when I get to this phase of working on a project, I start having a lot of second... Um, guessing and doubts and kind of going, what am I doing with this? I don't know. This is terrible. This is anyway, enough. I'm going to finish it and I'm going to put it on social media and follow the rules of the contest and put it out there. Nobody's really ever said anything horrible. And if it doesn't win the 25 yards of fabric, who cares? There's only going to be one winner and lots and lots and lots of entries. It'll be fun. The other thing that I have been working on um, is the Step Into Your Art Challenge that 
the Quilt Cabana podcast that Sandy is doing, and this month's theme was improv. So you think, well, didn't that Tequila Sunrise quilt qualify? Well, I didn't make it for the challenge. So something that I noticed at QuiltCon that I have not mastered yet is having more open space between my improvisationally pieced things, my pieced blocks, my pieced little units, I guess is a thing to say. Um, and I thought this would be a series of things about connection, uh, which I've been working on through this challenge. And I, I've never worked in a series. So this, this month I have much more negative space. And I used some solids, but some prints. And the prints are from Krista Watson's new um, abstract. Oh, no, it's not abstract garden. I can't remember what it is, but it looks like TVs on it with lines going through it. And that print is cut up very small. And I have a square that I improvisationally piece. That's all oranges and yellows with a tiny bit of red. And then I did a split off of the square a little strip above and a strip to the side and I haven't quite decided which way is going to be up but I really like it oops I'm sorry if I hit the microphone with that I really like this it's got a lot of white for a background and really the magic with a lot of improvisationally pieced things it is the quilting so I'm going to put this on the frame here shortly. Maybe have it done by the 1st of April. Um, the top is pieced. I don't know about completing the whole quilting on it. Well, well, hopefully. That's the plan anyway. The challenge is to try to have it done by the end of the month. And I don't know. I got really bogged down this month. I don't know what it was. I just felt like I couldn't get traction on anything. I had a million things started and nothing was getting finished. I had customer quilts and I did finish two of them this month with one head pillow shams with it too. Plus my tequila sunrise. That's with the frame not being able to be used for a couple of weeks. So when I get down to it at the end of the month, here we are. It is the 21st. It's not quite the end of the month, but I'm like, it's the 21st. I don't have everything done and everything should have been done two weeks ago. What's the problem? And just this whole, maybe it's just from being home a lot and working and coming home and working <laughs> But I just felt like I wasn't getting everything done. And maybe it was because I think one of the things is that I started too many things. And I just felt like I was scattered. And the other part was, you know, not being able to long arm started to make me feel anxious because I didn't want people to feel let down that it took me a little bit longer than I thought with the injuries and the parts on the frame not being in as fast as I wanted and all of that kind of stuff. So that kind of wraps up of all of the things that I finished so far this month. And next week I want to do more quilting things and finish up the couple of contest things to get them on the internet and application process. What else have I been doing? Well, you want to know the truth is sometimes I just didn't feel like quilting. 
Um, I didn't do a lot of hand sewing in the evening. Cause I, I don't know why. I just Maybe I just needed to change. And I got that Gryffindor scarf out. I am now officially halfway through the Gryffindor scarf. It takes 14 sets of the two stripes of gold on the burgundy background. And it's a single rib, the entire scarf. I'm just really excited because it's halfway through. I'm seeing progress. I just, it's, it's nice for a change to sit and do some knitting in the evening while we're watching basketball and shows. I'm still watching the Great Interior Design Challenge season two finished and I see a season three is on Netflix. So I started that last night. I've tried watching some movies and I've tried watching some other types of shows and I just I'm, I just don't get interested in them. I've I don't know. Maybe movies aren't my thing. Um, we watched some disaster movies was on um, American movie classics last weekend and I was like, oh, the first one was probably a four on a 10 scale. The fifth wave. I didn't like it at all. It was another, you know, Earth is being invaded by aliens. Uh, you know, it was just a lot of, I just, I was bored with it. About 40 minutes into it, I had the whole plot figured out. It felt like it was a kid's movie or something. And then the second movie was The Abyss. I've seen that before. That's a really good movie, but I'd seen it before. I hate watching things um, that I'm not fantastically in love with over and over again. And same with books. I, haven't been reading much lately and the only things that I really like are things I've already read. I've not found new things that rival how much I love some of the old things like Lord of the Rings. Now where is the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter movies? They have not been showing on my satellite dish on the regular network TV. There usually is weekends, some point around this time of year, maybe with March Madness that will start this weekend, where they have the whole series played starting on Friday all the way through. You know, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, things that take four and five days to watch all of them. Oh, yes. I I just can't find anything new that rivals those things. And I'm, I'm finding that I like fantasy stories, science fiction stories, um, that, you know, those that are similar to those. I might read the um, Shannara Chronicles. I did watch that on Netflix and it was pretty good. It was okay. It was made by television. Um, so you know that you know, some of the effects and the plot is kind of disjointed a little bit but my husband read those books and said they were very good I may try doing that later so that's about the only crafting I have been doing was the knitting um I love knitting I've got a crocheted granny square UFO sitting in there I've got a macrame um, materials bot that I want to do want to do a rose uh, paper roses on a wreath I, you know I've got all this stuff sitting in there and part of it is at night it's been very dark it's, it's a little bit lighter out now with daylight savings time and overall um I just think I needed to sit and knit and I'm working on getting my energy back up and healing up for the injury. So I've been going to the gym and I'm raising my hand up in the air and great celebration. Yeah, I've been going to our gym. It's a Nautilus gym. It's the old gym compared to where we were a couple years ago. And I like it because I have been told by my doctor, no treadmill, no exercise bikes, no 
jarring impact. I tried walking and it was so painful the next day that um, I'm taking a break from that till I, till I can walk outside, maybe in smaller increments that will be helpful. But I'm finding that I can do the Nautilus. I mean, we are back to where we started. Um, I don't know, eight years ago was when we first, 10 years ago, we first joined Nautilus. And um, it is considered by our community the, quote, old people's gym, unquote. Because, you know, most people are middle-aged and older. And all the young people and people with beach bodies go to the powerhouse gym. So um, I am proud to say I'm part of the old people's gym. And I'm not dyeing my gray hair and I'm just going to rock it. I'm wearing my big baggy sloppy outfits and I'm lifting my 10 and 20 pounds on my weights. <laughs> That's all I can do. Even on the leg press, so I was told not to go heavy because that hurts your hip. Yeah, I found that out. I dropped it way down to 80 pounds is when I'm leg pressing now. And it's really more for range of motion and slowly building up my muscles. I could probably leg press. I don't know. I think when I left there, um, they still have our data. I was leg pressing several hundred pounds. So I feel like I've really, really, really gone downhill. Um, so slowly building myself up there. So I just want to say if you're somebody who has done a lot of cardio in the past and you have some joint problems, try some machine weight training. I can do it. It doesn't have any impact um, jamming and jarring on the muscles. And the machines are so ergonomic um, at our gym. They're the real high quality Nautilus. You really can't um, do it wrong unless you set your seat wrong. And so our gym owner comes through and makes sure all the settings are right and that he has a program. That's the other thing. This program is an all over workout and it's about a 20 minute program, which is perfect for me. And then as you get more advanced, you can do more. So I'm excited about weightlifting. I always like weightlifting, strength training. I wished I could be a power lifter. When I was young, I was like wanting to lift so much weight. But you remember when I was young, I was super strong. I played um, string bass. I had incredibly strong hands and arms and I was real strong, you know, to be able to do a lot of push-ups and I could do a lot of squats and yeah, now I'll be lucky to walk and get dressed. But that's I'm working on it. I'm not going to end that segment on a negative statement. I'm working on it and I'm getting better. <laughs> so, I'm kind of reflecting on this frenetic energy that I had in my brain this week of thinking I'm not getting anything done. What is the deal? I'm just not getting anything done. All I'm doing is sitting in this chair and complaining about everything and my body aching and the weather and the skunks and um, my neighbors, you know, making a lot of noise every time I want a podcast <laughs> and their incessant scraping. Um, it's kind of like fingernails on a chalkboard with the shovel on their concrete in the driveway. But now that the snow is melting, that's going away. And I got reflecting on why I get myself work up into these states. I mean, um, not being able to relax in, after work sometimes is a real problem for many of us. But why do I think I have to always be doing and doing more and I didn't get anything done? Well, the first thing is this month, I didn't use my planner. I was trying to remember things. I had put things in my electronic calendar on my phone 
but I didn't use my planner to write everything down, like write when I was going to do podcasts and what I was going to talk about and when I finished a quilt and when appointments I did write when people were going to pick them up. Um, I just had a lot of this, I should be doing more. I think I got looking through my stuff and I have, you know, a few quilt tops that need to be quilted. They're kind of UFOs at the moment. I I have so many test blocks in a bin. I'm embarrassed to say how many there are. I gave, I haven't mailed them yet, but I sorted out 30 of them for two people to get in um, the Leah Day group that I um, belong to. It's a subscription group. I, I did a giveaway of some of these blocks and people are doing the whole, hey, I'll take them. And I'm like, you can, I'm, I tried to sort them kind of by color and that, but I sent, I was going to do 12. I think I put 15 or 16 in each of these ladies' bundles. And I'm like, that didn't even make a dent in all those blocks that keep weighing on my brain. Now I saved some of them because they're special to me for whatever reason. And I'm going to make a quilt top and I'm going to to use them but they assured me that these quilt tops would be used in the air quilt blocks and I guess if they think they're hideous and they throw them away you know that's okay too I mean they aren't doing anything in my scrap my UFO orphan block bin and um that made me feel better once I sorted them out but it also brought up this anxiety of I've got so many of them and how old some of them were probably five or six years old there's also that whole thing about the long arm not being working and, and rattling. I mean, caused me a little anxiety, but I'm caught up on customer quilts now and I'm working on the last two. And then my mom and I will have a, our quilts done. So that's my goal for April is to get those done. I don't have any more customer quilts right now. And I'm just going to take some time for April's challenge. I've been thinking about that and I'll talk more about that at the end. The other thing is, if you haven't noticed, I probably am an ADHD poster child. I like to do a lot of things and my mind flips from one to another. And when I was younger, I had boundless energy with all of that. <clears throat> when I came to an adult phase of life, I had to kind of rein it in because of my job. But then I became a nurse and I was in the hospital. So there's lots of walking, lots of energy and lots of multitasking and, and it served me well. But now I have to manage my energy and I have to be able to kind of conserve it and make sure that I don't burn myself out by doing all the hard things, physically draining things in the morning and then I'm done in the evening or vice versa. So I'm just finding that it's weird. You know, when you get to be in your 50s, it's weird that you have to plan things out in these slow, steady rise of of things so that you don't burn out all your energy. And then you got, you know, these medical conditions that make you slow down. And then it just, I'm slowed down. I want to just go, go, go all the time. And I'm finding out my brain wants to but the body just cannot do all that much. The other part is, you know, anxiety of life, you know, with things at work and stresses at work. There's always changes going on. Um, there's been, you know, things with the remodel and cars and repairs. And so all of that kind of stuff. Um, the other thing is on I 
talked about this on um, previous episodes, but in case you didn't know, I don't have a thyroid. And it was removed um, about 10 years ago because it had um, some non-aggressive cancer in it. So that means I'm on Synthroid and no natural thyroid. Is that part of it? Because I'm on a pretty high dose of Synthroid because that's what it needs to be to make your body function properly. But with it comes racing heart and palpitations and feeling like you have um, excess energy and sounds familiar, doesn't it? That could very well be part of it. So then I had a reality check prepping for this podcast and I realized I needed to use my planner. I started writing everything down in my planner and I realized I got things done. What was I thinking? Because, you know, I had one hour the other day of just focused, laser-like, intense concentration. And I got so much done. I finished up the tequila sunrise. I was able to load another quilt and I was able to quilt some rows. And I worked on the improv. And then in the evening, I got the hexes going. And I realized, hmm, I really have quite a few projects going And I got most of them done and I don't have this mountain of things that I have to do in the future. It's all things I choose to do. And, you know, I'm really upfront with customers when they bring me quilts that it's going to take me probably two months to do them if I have any in the queue. And if there's none, it's still going to take me several weeks because I only work on things, what? One stitch, one block one row at a time. That's how I get things done. And if you do it every day, it adds up. And I'm just like overwhelmed with, oh, I can't believe how ungrateful I was thinking about that. I wasn't getting anything done. I'm getting a lot done. And I have to stop over committing myself and underestimating how much time it'll take as part of it. And the other part is, don't forget to be grateful and thankful for what I am able to do and not just sit and grieve over the fact that I don't have boundless energy like I did when I was in my 20s and 30s. Um, I could I could get up at five o'clock in the morning and I drug myself through work all day, came home, did dinner, did the kids, clean the house. I would get tired, but not like I do now. And I would flop in bed at 11 or 12 o'clock and sleep five hours and get up and do it again. Yeah, if I don't get at least five or six hours now, I'm still dragging. And, and of course, I don't have that boundless energy. <laughs> Who does? Even with caffeine now, there's no way I could do that. And the other part is... When you lose sight of being thankful, you lose sight of the things that you did do. And I start focusing on the things I haven't done. You know, the KonMarring as a verb, you know, I just read an article, you know, that Maria Kondo's KonMari is not a verb, but I'm using it as a verb anyway. Doing the um, KonMari tidying up, I had a real good roll going and I got all of the drawers done and the cupboards in the kitchen and the pantry and the bathroom once it was remodeled and then I stopped when it came to the closets and the sentimentals and my brain cannot let go that those darn closets aren't done. I can't do them right now. It's cold. I need to be able to haul everything out, 
maybe even put them in another room. And it's better to do in the spring when I can get things sorted and ready for our spring junk cleanup. And as well as when it's warmer, I can move things to the basement when it's not so cold. The back landing isn't heated well and it's very cold. So quit focusing on the things that aren't done or you think you should be doing. And focus on what you can do and what you have done. That's what this week's um, crafting quilting life lessons have brought me. Just, I have been getting a lot done. And sometimes when you can only sit and knit for an hour, and that's all you can do, that's still doing something. And, you know, the thing about knitting and crocheting is you don't always have as big of uh, results and progress visible in front of you. Um quilting I think to me is nice because when I get a block done there's a sense of accomplishment and that segment is done and then I can put it away move on to the next segment where knitting you're like oh I got another 20,000 rows to do for this scarf (laughs) and take those moments 15 minutes a day for your project and then every once in a while if you can get even like one hour of a laser like intense focus you can get I can anyway. I get so much done. I realize it really wasn't that bad. Kind of like my desk at work today. I'm like, oh, it's a cluttered mess. It looks horrible. People are going to see it. Um, There was only like 12 things on the desk that really needed to be put away. And once I put them away and I sorted through the papers, I'm like, oh, it looks fine. It looks good. I got a lot done. It was a 10 minute job that I (laughs) just needed to do. So have you ever had that feeling like you're just not doing enough and you're not getting it done? And I'm the type of person I think that when I get frustrated or things are uh, maybe having a little bit of stress that I just need to do more and more and more. And really, I need to probably back off a little bit and rest and realize and be thankful for number one, what I can do. Number two, use the planner and write it down. And then it's there written in black and white. The other part of a planner is it gets all of the stuff that I want to do out of my head and written down and I can look it up. But do you ever do that? I mean, it's so silly. It really can be. Um, Sometimes I keep thinking, why do I keep finding myself in the same spot? Well, it's because we're human and we all have those days. And the end of winter um, can bring me to these moments of of just wanting to do so much. And then summer's going to get here. And then we have this 90 days of frenzy of doing outside and traveling and doing things. But I'll still get things done because I got these hexes that are a portable project, right? So lots of things. I want to wish everybody a wonderful day. And I know that we had the spring equinox already. And the first day of spring has been on the calendar here in my neighborhood. But we are a long ways from spring. But I see signs of promise and hope that I will be warm and not have to wear my heavy, ugly jacket. And I can put on a lightweight sweater and I'm not having to go out and scrape and scrape my car window. So that brings me a lot of joy that I will be able to grow some things in my perennial garden bed. I do want to get some plants for this house, though. I have some plastic ones, but... 
My philodendron isn't dead yet. It's still in water and I think it's going to do well. I'm going to try to get my snake plant transplanted and I'm going to try to find a couple of other little plants that I could put in my kitchen. I think they need to be in the kitchen because I'm terrible with water and I don't want to get my semi-new carpet stained. Well, anyway, have a great week, everyone, and leave some comments and let me know, you know, how you've dealt with some of the stresses of life. And do you find yourself thinking that you haven't done much when you really did and being grateful and thankful? I thank you for listening and everybody have a wonderful week. Quilt on, everyone.